opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everybody, and happy hump day. It's time for another hour of Magic Mac, uh, the hour where we talk about Apple's computing, desktop, laptop, powerhouses, iMacs and MacBooks and MacBook Airs and MacBook Pros and all those things where you're having so much Mac on your mind, you're going to want some Mac and cheese by the end of this hour. I'm telling you. (laughs) All right. And uh, so I am Tyson Ernst. I have been a faithful MacBook user for the past six years. Uh, No, take that back. Four years. I got in 16. That's why I had the six in my head. See, I got got COVID brain or something like that. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, so uh, so I've been I've been a MacBook Pro user and, of course, all the other cool little Apple devices. But joining me tonight is uh, Katie Frederick. How are you? Good evening, Tyson and everyone out there in ACB Radio land and here on Zoom. I am doing well on this beautiful um, somewhat Indian summer Wednesday weather that we're having here. So it's a great day. I'm, I'm truly hoping it isn't the Indian summer already. I'm, I'm on that stave off for another month. So we get like a, a <laughs> nice little warm patch in November, but yeah, sure, sure. I can't, I can't have what I want all the time. <laughs> and I've, I've used a Mac, um, to kind of tie off of Tyson. I've used a Mac for eight, eight years, maybe. Something like that. I think I got my first, my first Mac was like in 2011 or 2012. So. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So, uh, and our other companion who is normally on the call, Jason Castingway, is a little bit delayed and will be coming in as soon as he is able. So we'll be waiting to hear him arrive into the room. Uh, in the meantime, so we're going to switch things up a little bit tonight as opposed to what we normally do. And for those of you who are tuning in the first time, what we normally do is we talk about something that's a little bit basic, something that's a little bit more uh, advanced or kind of uh, for, for people who've been using it for a while and, and don't need the basic refresher. And then we kind of talk about something that might be coming up in the future, some kind of cool article we could. And then we take questions. Tonight, we're literally going to let you guys run this show to a small extent, don't think you're don't think you're going to take my spot up here on the DS, because because uh, that could you know that, that would be bad. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, no, it would probably be better than what I can do. Was, uh, so I'm going to uh, we're going to open it up and we're going to take your questions and we're going to get talk about um, questions and what kind of stuff you use and anything um, what we can do as the uh, self-proclaimed non-experts, because I'm definitely not an expert in any of this. I'd like to think I am. However, I do have a little bit of knowledge. And uh, so what uh, I'm going to do is I'm going to turn over to Ray Campbell, who is our host. I'd like to thank him for hosting tonight. And to Darrow for streaming us over ACB Radio Community. Uh, At least I think we're on Community, right? You are indeed. All right, so ha- happy uh, happy Wednesday out there uh, to the ACB community. We're so happy to be with you tonight. And Ray, why don't you tell these faithful people how to uh, to raise their hands if they do not know how? Okay, no problem. I will be glad to do that. And good evening, everyone. Uh, so first, uh, since we're talking Mac, I will give the Mac instruction first. If you're on a Mac, you want to raise your hand. It's option Y. If you are on the PC, we're in the PC world. It's Alt Y. If you are calling in via an 
on a phone or a tablet, you hit the more button, and then once you, which is uh, on, the, on the screen, and then down in the, once you get into that screen, there's a raise hand button. And if you are uh, on a telephone, you press star nine, and that will uh, raise your hand. Uh, so that's how you do that. And we have one hand up already. So All right, let's do this. Jason Kessler, you can unmute and talk. All right. How you doing tonight? Or DJ oh. Kessler, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you screwed up. We'll forgive you this time. Yeah. All right, DJ, go ahead can and you, mute. You can hear me. Okay. We can. Yes. Yep. All right. Hi. Uh, um, I always try to not have to say that, but to sometimes I'm not sure. So I try to be sure as I can. Anyhow, because that's got to get old. Um, my understanding Standing is that with I don't know and this is my question is it a hardware or a software thing that in the future we won't be able to have uh, a split drive with um, with uh, Mac on one part and uh, Windows on the other like using boot camp or something I don't know if it's a software or hardware change so have you heard yeah well so i think with the new so apple is releasing some new software and and hardware um sometime soon here hopefully um and what they're doing is they're putting in a new chip a new um chip that runs the mac so you know right now it runs off of a company called Intel, and that's kind of what powers yeah. the, the Mac. Um, but Apple, with its own silicone, um, is, you know, installing that chip. And so there, there is some um, talk that boot camp, boot camp itself might go away, um, but you could still use, you know, you could still use something like, you know, VMware um, and have, you know, have the ability to run machines in a virtual environment but you may not be able to partition the hard drive. Um, I don't know that, that anyone knows that for sure, um, mm-hmm. but but that could be. I don't know that they're going to keep supporting the the boot camp um, partitioning. So okay, um, thank you. You're okay. welcome. Okay. Okay, Ray. Who else okay, we, we have another hand up. Uh, that would be Wesley Brown, and you're already unmuted, so you can go ahead and talk, sir. Hey, Wes. This new chip that Apple's going to come out with, because I know for a long time they've been using the Intel CPUs on their Macs. So, but I heard that they're going to switch, they could stop going to Intel and use somebody else's chip. Now, is that Apple's own chip or is this? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so Apple's making this chip themselves. Yes. Yep. They designed and- it. And and go ahead. And no, I'm sorry. I've just I've read a lot about this because I'm really really eager to get my hands on one of these new machines when they come out. <laughs> um, my MacBook is telling me that it's that it's um I've had it since 2015, so it's still running well, but it's slowing down. Um, so what you know, there is some speculation because of course we don't know yet, but you know there is some speculation with the new chip that because. You know, because Apple's going to have full control over the hardware and the software from beginning to end, that it could mean some positives for us, for, for those of us who use voiceover. You know, I think right now we've all experienced the trying to do something and you get the busy 
busy and that's not mm, fun. Right. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> you know, there is stuck there. Yes. It's like, I just want to attach a file. Come on now. Um, and so there is some, you know, speculation that with the new chipset, things like that will be improved because it's, it's going to be more similar to running it, you know, behaving how it does on an iPhone or an iPad in terms of <clears throat> its responsiveness. So, um, but again, that's all, you know, speculation. We don't, we don't know for sure. Um, we're just kind of guessing. Um, but it, I think it will mean some, some positive, um, changes for those of us who use and rely on voiceover. I, I really do think that the changeover to the to the ARM silicones are going to be a really great addition. I mean, because the specs that I've I've seen hinted at, I mean, we're talking like five times the responsiveness of an Intel mm-hmm. chip. Yeah, you know, just just really phenomenal performance. Plus, plus you get that fact again, like you're saying that this is instead of having to rely on another company and their benchmarks and their productivity um, slate. You know their their timeline on what they do and how often they they redevelop their stuff. Apple turns around and says, "You know what? We just we're just going to use everything is produced by us for us, assembled by us the whole nine yards." And and they do really maintain a hundred percent control yeah. because that's if you look at the fact that like when you buy a PC, if you if you go out to the you either go out and buy a desktop or a laptop PC, all the components that are in there are probably made by at least four different companies. You have one company making the process. You got another one making the video cards. You have another one making the case and screen. You have a third one, you know, fourth one making the motherboard and then probably a sixth or seventh in there doing memory and hard drives and stuff like that. So again, it's, it's really plus, plus the fact that I think they've come, I think they're completely moving away from, um, they're all moving to strictly solid state drives if they haven't already. Mm -hmm. So, You got the speed of the hard state of the hard of the solid state combined with the with the new um, silicone speed, and it's just going to be. And I think they're even up, upgrading the uh, the display too. For those of you who are um, partial low visions, um, they're moving to the to the higher resolution displays on on the. Uh, at least I've read on the pros, on the MacBook Pros, and right. I know they have the fi- they have the five key they have the five Ks on the iMac already. So those yeah. are phenomenal. I mean, it looks like you're right in the picture with them. All right. You've got another hand, guys. Um, we have Cheryl. Cheryl MC, you can unmute and talk. Hey, Cheryl. How are you doing? Hello, yeah. my friends. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, the, so when you guys are talking about all this, does that mean, so say if I was to buy, you know, when this happens, I bought an an iBook. Does that mean that since it's all ma- all Apple, that um, like Katie was mentioning, her things are slowing down? Do you think the products are going to last longer? Where they're not, it's not going to slow down as quickly that because it's all theirs and they're going to be updating it. And when they, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, I, I think. I think what I'm it saying will. is, do I have to buy a new one every couple of years? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think that's somewhat by design, right? <laughs> I mean, I think that you know they'd love for you to buy a new one every couple of years, um, but you know whether or not you need to. I mean, I was actually thinking of getting a new iPad when the iPad event happened, but now I'm like, well, I really don't need one. Mine's running okay, so I think I won't. Um, but again, it's tempting, right? When you see a new, oh, it's a new shiny thing, and oh, it has an Apple logo on it. 
um, you know, you, you want that. Um, and so, um, but I, I do think that the, the new chip will offer, um, a bit more, um, you know, user stability and, you know, I mean, Apple products in general do last longer than I, than I think a lot of windows products do for various reasons. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, my, my, computer is from is from 2015 and it's a low power lower powered processor to begin with it's it's the mm-hmm. macbook um what the, what's kind of re- referred to as the macbook nothing it's the one with the single usb-c port and things like that so it was the mm-hmm. first kind of macbook that they made um but you know that aside i mean that still lasted me for almost six years um and you know that's really pretty good for any kind of um, computer. So I, I think, you know, I mean, that having said that it's, it's to be expected that it would slow down, but I, I do think that the, the Apple Silicon will, will provide some enhanced, um, and, you know, and that bears, longevity. And that bears the question of, and I saw Jason just coming in. Hello, yes. Jason. How you doing? Hey, it's doing well. Thanks. How about you? Great. We're doing phenomenal. Glad um, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Welcome. So, so, uh, Back to Cheryl, back to Cheryl, what I wanted to put in on this was, um, and it bears the discussion of why do we get slow down? Why does that seem to happen after such, after such and such a time? And what happens is uh, it, with every new upgrade, with every new kind of a, a year to year, you know, we get things get faster and faster and faster. Um, more things are coming out. You know, we, we're talking about, we just finished a second, a second ago, I was talking about the 5K resolutions well that takes more power more processing power to do that and the older chips especially in the intel side of it you know you get to a point where they the the chip just can't handle the software that is being asked to handle and as opposed to that that's when you start getting the stuttering you're getting the glitching and you're getting the busy signals sometimes that's the point um that's why iphones tend to go out they say you just can't update at this level because the the chipset and all that that's in it just can't handle the software it's being asked to handle can't handle all the processes um and luckily and this this tailors back to what you were saying katie apple's been very very good about keeping things to a to a point where the Mm -hmm. chip lasts longer um and remember, this is this is also another prospect of it that not many people think about on the engineering side. As you're pushing more and more processes through that through that uh, actual chip, um, you are increasing the heat, and yep. heat wears down components. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it also physically wears it down in an engineering style as opposed to just you know it's not able to handle it and so that's why you get kind of a progressive thing it seems like you get one little glitch and that glitch lasts and all of a sudden it just avalanches on you because you've got that that kind of a exponential thing that's happening with mm-hmm. you've got the heat that's building up and you have less and less processes available to it so that's creating more heat because you're trying to do more with it and it's just a nasty cycle so the the uh, the silicone chips because of their very nature being silicone and that they do disp- they do disperse heat a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right, you have, you have another hand. Um, actually, you've got two hands now. Um, you uh, you have Linda Yax. Uh, you can unmute and talk. Linda, I have a question. I don't use a Mac, but I am on here so that I can answer questions for people who do ask me. 
So if you go to this new chip, does that mean that the Macs that are out there now are not going to be um, upgraded to incorporate this new chip? Or will people be able to send them in and have them updated? You know, so, I, I don't know the answer. Do you know the I, answer? I do. I know an answer. <laughs> um, so Apple will not, they're going to still sell Intel Macs for a while. So people don't need to rush out unless they're like me and want to get, you know, if, if they want the new silicone Mac, they can get one. Um, but, but, you know, it's not like this is just going to happen overnight. It's going to take a couple of years before, mm-hmm. before all the Macs are on the silicone chip. Um, so, you know, you can still find an Intel-based Mac. Um, what I don't think that they will do, though, is I don't think they'll put, an, they'll put a silicone chip in a Mac that you already own. I think they'll say you can trade it in or, you know, get credit or buy a new one. I don't think the current hardware devices out there could probably support a new chipset like that. So that's why I'm saying that. Um, Again, I'm not an expert, but that's just my. We just, we just play one on a on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jason, yeah. um, you have any thoughts on that? Um, I have not seen that they offer an upgrade path for existing machines before. So I'm I'm with Katie, where you know I'm thinking they're going to, you know, uh, and, and, and go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, you know, they're going to continue offering the Intel Macs for a while and, until uh, things, I don't know how they'll transition, but it, it'll be interesting. Like, I know before when, when it was PowerPC, didn't they have, like, apps um, have to support both architectures for a little while? Right, they will. And that's what I've heard on my Mac show that I listen to every week that's, like, pretty geeky and mainstream, um, mm-hmm. is that that it's it's going to be similar to that transition, but it's going to be probably a little bit faster um, just because technology is, is moving faster than it was in those days, right. too. Um, but, but, yes, it will be similar to that and that. The, the things are going to have to kind of run in both for a little bit. So, um, but you know, I, I, so I don't think that they'll make a lot of Intel max. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. um, I think more and more will be, will be this, the silicone coming out. So. Right. All right. Um, you have one hand, Wesley, I'm going to, uh, you've had one chance to speak. I'd like to ask if anybody else would like to raise their hand. Uh, otherwise, Wes, I'll come to you. Uh, any other hands? I guess Wesley is the only hand I have. So, Wesley, uh, go right ahead, sir. Okay, we're talking about the uh, silicon chip and just comment. The comment you made earlier saying how the chip could dissipate heat better because of silicon. So, I'm kind of confused. Is the silicon like the model of the chip? It cannot be the material because all the chips, even the older ones, are silicon, you know, are made of silicon. So, I just. I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, so why is it called the silicon chip? To the best of my, to the best of what I've read on the thing is, is more of the chip is because a, a chip is not entirely made of silicone. Oh. Um, there's, there's obviously metal in there because of the way it, it can, silicone is, silicone is the casing and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's just, they call it that and it does incorporate a little bit more of that. And because of the heat dispersal factor and it does channel things, um, it does help channel the, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like the the electron impulses or whatever it's really it's it's technical um engineering kind of stuff that i've that i that i peruse through every now and again and as i'm reading it i'm starting to try i'm, yeah. I'm 
trying not to drift off. <laughs> that's, that's too much for me. I just want a new computer. Right. I don't, I don't worry about that <laughs> engineering stuff. <laughs> right. So. And if anybody else know, has knows a little more, you know, than, than obviously myself or, or Katie or Jason on that yeah. subject, you know, please speak up. All right. And traveling Terry, traveling Terry, you can unmute. Terry, how you doing, girly? You need to unmute. Terry, you just need to unmute. Terry, you can un Terry, you can unmute and talk. There she is. There we go. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey. Um, hey. I, I guess I'm on the wrong call. I thought this was um, Mac and Cheese call. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not a Mac girl, but I do know a lot of people, and I have never had the opportunity to listen into this call. So I will make sure to encourage others to join. But it was very interesting, and I apologize I came in late, but I just wrapped up my call. So, no, I, yep, I, yeah. I know you had your call just a, a, at the hour before us, and that's fantastic. I hope you had a great yeah. call. But so, uh, stick with us, and, and, and we'll turn you to the dark side. Oh, I don't know. I did go iPhone for like five years, and then I went, hmm. So, um, yeah, it was hard Okay, I'll experience something once. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, if I could interject, I mean, if somebody that's used a lot of both, um, and I'm kind of back in the PC world now, but uh, I, I really enjoyed using the Mac. I think that the biggest thing I like about Macs is when you plug in a device like a USB device, like a Braille display or something, it just picks it right up. You don't have to mess with installing all the drivers and stuff like that. It just grabs it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, okay, Terry, we have a phone number, 501 area code ending in 974. You can uh, unmute and talk. Bet you I know who that is. I think I do too. <laughs> I think you all both both do sure. Yeah, it, it is Teresa. I'm, How are you doing, darling? <laughs> oh, still struggling, Mr. Tyson. Still struggling. I'm trying to get you know familiar with it. And um, I one night I was playing around, and I think I accidentally deleted my Facebook account off of there. I mean, I still have a Facebook account on other things, but um, my cousin put some shortcuts on there. And so I'm wondering, do I need to try to go to like to Safari um, and find it that way? And I think once I also deleted this shortcut for she put on for Bard. Uh, and yes. for, yeah, if it's if it's yeah. just shortcuts, it's just yeah. You just have to go back into um, you go back into the into into Safari or whatever web browser you have because you know you can use other different. Yeah. Uh, and then right. you're going to go to Facebook. And then when you're in the Facebook and you're logged in, uh, you can create another shortcut to your uh, to put it back on your Finder page. Okay. I mean, I do know my account, all that for Facebook. That's not the, that's not the yeah. issue. It's just that shortcut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It went by, guy. <laughs> yeah, 
Right. And the, and the easy yeah. way to do that is when you're in there and you're in the page uh, and once you've logged into yes. your Facebook account and I always do this, I, I do this on whatever, whichever system I'm using, whether it's, you know, PC or Mac is whenever I'm, whenever I bookmark a page, I bookmark the page after I've logged in or mm-hmm. if it's something like that, I'll like, I may, I may bookmark for instance, for example, like my utility company, I'll, I'll bookmark the, um, the actual, login page because it doesn't let you in beyond that it'll throw you back to it yeah. um, okay so and of course you can always use you know there are you can use keychain to to remember your password and your username so mm-hmm. it just enters it automatically yeah. um and that makes life so much okay yeah. yes yeah. because i want to learn how to download books um from bard onto a thumb you know play them in my digital player do it by myself Mm-hmm. And I'd like to get one. Now, I heard you talking about Braille display. Um, what is yes. your best recommendation for Braille display? Oh, gosh. Um, that's a great one. I mean, there are a lot of options out there. We um, depends on what you want. If you know how many cells you want, what, what you're looking at spending. Um, 32 to 40. I don't want no 20 cells. I counted okay. 20 cells on the paper one day and <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's a 20 cell is about it's it's less than an eight and a half um by by 11 sheets so yeah but it's um there is, and- yeah there's a there's a new display coming out the orbit uh orbit reader 40 that's a 40 cell yeah. braille display um and that's that's on the lower end it's like um you know, thirteen hundred or fourteen hundred dollars. Um, uh-huh. And then there, there I use a I use a forty cell braille display called the Mantis from the American Printing House. Yes, I am and curious to hear about that. The, forty. Yes, it's forty. So right, um, but I'm cheaper than the Orbit forty. Um, no, it's not cheaper. Um, it's more really? expensive. Oh. Yes, it's about two thousand four hundred. Um, oh. Okay, I thought yes. it was cheaper. Okay. No, you're not going to find much cheaper than the Orbit 40, honestly, right. for 40 cells of Braille, mm-hmm. um, which okay. is which is sad but true. Um, but but the Mantis, what I use, what makes it unique is it has a what's called a QWERTY keyboard. So it has the the keyboard that's essentially on your computer, um, and then the Braille display is underneath it. So it's it's really useful and helpful for. You know, just using it with a computer. I don't have to remember what four dot combinations might make up the backspace key or, um, you know, I just hit my delete key or things like that. So I personally, plus the keyboard is really um, awesome to type on. Um, uh-huh. So I, I personally just find that it works really well for my needs. Um, but and it has, you know, you can read books on it and stuff like that. It has some features that you don't have to be connected to a computer to do. Um, so that's, that's Semantis. And I, I bought it. Um, I know it's not really Mac related, so I'll make it quick, but I bought it as an early adopter back in June and um, I've, I've been very happy with it, but um, you know, yeah, I know you can do it with that. And can you do book share too? Um, you can do Bookshare and you can read NFB Newsline material right on the device. You can connect your oh, accounts okay. to them and read them that way. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yes. Jason, yeah. do you have, do you have rec- Jason, do you have a recommendation mm-hmm. on a, on a, uh, a uh, well, rail? I don't have 
particular recommendation only because I have, well, I have an Orbit Reader 20, which works so perfectly I. with yeah. it. Um, <laughs> yes. And I recently re- um, acquired a BrailleNote Touch Plus, but I have not yet paired it with the Mac, mm. to, but I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it would pull up just like any other Braille display. And the Braille on it is very nice. It's 32 cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, that's a note taker. So it does a whole bunch of other things besides serving as a standalone Braille display. Yeah, um, I have I have a HIMS uh, Braille Sense 32. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. With the QWERTY keyboard with the QWERTY keyboard. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. I haven't connected it up to the Mac yet, though. That's that's interesting because I, I was waiting to get to get my new one and have yeah. a Braille display for that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you have a hand, uh, Peggy Carpenter. You can unmute. Right. Thank you for your question, Teresa. Yes, Peggy. Hi. Um, Hi. I am. I am the opposite of a power user, I guess. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. I've had a Mac for about eight years. But uh, I basically use um, Mail, Safari, uh, and I love Text Edit. And um, yes, you know, Text Edit like is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so I'm kind of the opposite of a power user. But um, I had a Mac Air. Uh, 2012, and I recently got a 2018. And one of the things I had done on the um, 2012 model, which I can't seem to figure out how to do on the new one, is um, it had a bunch of um, uh, shortcut keys that you could use to open certain um, applications using the right control key, I think it was. Um, Like you could do like uh, right control key um, S to open Safari and and I had actually somehow customized one to add like uh, uh, you know like right command uh, control key and the E for text edit and I, I don't know does anybody know if they did away with those or something because I can't seem to find anything about them those are still those- available and it's huh? the it's the right option key is, is the oh, key yes. you're looking for because yeah. it's either yes. left or right option, mm-hmm. and it would be under voiceover settings in the I believe it's the keyboard commander they call it. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Which which yeah. you can get to well, through your voiceover utility. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yes. Well, thank you. I have not seen anything about that. So all right, yeah. thank you. That having been said, I've noticed a little bit of a bug, and maybe it's that I have to go back in and just reassign, but it seems like I went from one version to another of the OS, and some of them just beep at me. They don't do anything. Yeah, I'm (laughs) noticing that too. I just updated a couple days ago, and some of mine are not working anymore. And sometimes sometimes a restart helps with some of that, but... Um, it's it's still a little crazy. It's mm-hmm. a little frustrating. Okay. Yeah. So, but right, yes, I'll they are still there. there. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. You're welcome. You're welcome. What were you going to say, Tyson? I was just I was going to say just what you were doing with that oh. uh, or what you were talking about with it. It's in the it's in the utility and yeah, yeah. I I haven't now I haven't done the upgrade yet. If there's a new one that just came out in the last couple of days, mm-hmm. it's like fifteen point seven or something. It's it's just a okay a thing. I think. I, I think yeah, I think I got that yeah. one then. Yeah, and I think this bug appeared a while back, and I never really yeah. did anything about it. And <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of, oh, well, right. No hands, guys. All right. That, so, that's one thing uh, I will miss about getting my new, if I, when I get a new Mac, is, is redoing all those. <laughs> that's going to be, mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> You're like, yeah, um, too bad we can't just port that over. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Tyson, um, this is Daryl. I have a question. Daryl, go ahead, my Hey. Friend. Hey, Jason, everybody. Uh, has anybody with the latest update of Catalina, and I have a new Mac, I cannot, I like it to have speak the keys as I press them. And I know in system preferences, there's a button you, or, you, know, you check to do that. And I did that, and it still doesn't work. Does anybody know if there's other, any other hidden tricks to make that work? There, there is, like, like you said, there's the setting in voiceover settings under verbosity, but you can also adjust verbosity settings quickly on the fly if you press um, control option V, as in Victor, or if you're using the caps lock key, you can just do caps lock V. And there are a few different settings in there, and I think it's a matter of just using your right arrow to go in the different options and then up and down to adjust the value for that option. Um, it's pretty simple. And I think keyboard echo is in there. And it should. Darn it. I can't think of any reason why that wouldn't work. That's. Um, I don't use keyboard echo, but I know it's yeah. there. <laughs> right. I might be in yeah, the and, and I've noticed, And I've noticed a thing about that, too, where, where sometimes you're changing. Remember, we were talking a couple, several shows ago about the fact that there's this kind of redundancy built in where if you check one mm -hmm. thing, it just marks it through everything. I have noticed that that's that some of that has not kind of pulled through in in these later in these later updates where if you check one thing in accessibility it doesn't push through and keep it or check it in the voiceover utility. Yeah. Mm. And vice versa. Me I'll try that. I can't do it now cuz I'm using the machine to stream but after the show I'll give that a shot. It's a good idea. I didn't think of that. Well, after, yeah. you, after you after you pull it off the stream, stick around. We don't have to close down the room and we'll we can check it out. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Wesley's got his hand up again. So, All right, and, Wes. And there are no other hands, so I will yep. let him go ahead. Okay. I'm just looking through the referring section of the Apple website, and once they left for the iMac Pros right now. But right now, I'm like, my iMac is like a late 2009. It's like 11 years old, so it's definitely mm -hmm. time to switch it out. It's even old just for any common appliance. But it's still working for what it can do when it's compatible. Sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I'm impressed with Apple's quality of their equipment. And yes. Is that the point when it comes to doing stuff on the internet, doing the latest software? It's time for definitely overdue for a new one. And I'm planning to upgrade all my Apple equipment real soon. And then I was looking at the uh, refurbished one, and all I can see now are the iMac Pros. But my intent to do with the most like, you know, internet, you know, surfing, email, Zoom calls, you know, use the calendar app, occasionally, you know, word processing with pages and number crunching with, you know, Excel and watching, you know, video, streaming videos, stored videos, you know, and stuff. And then, then I'm like, you know, occasional gaming, you know, so I probably want a better CP. I want to try Fortnite, which I can't right now, you know, I'm doing some gaming, but... I'm not doing crazy stuff like any, so I like to be able to do a little bit of programming. I kind of have an interest in that, you know, but I'm doing things not really crazy like high-end gaming or like a Reddit server or anything like that or do video editing stuff. And so I kind of wonder, you know, what'd be a good Mac for me? So keep with the 10 core, the eight core processors. Uh, I mean, it's to the point where I won't be able to tell the difference on what I'm doing versus like, the lower end Mac versus something upper end. 
And definitely go get some of these pros, like when it gets like 10 grand, 11 grand just for a computer. I think that's getting kind of ridiculous. It's almost back to the Unibac days or something. So. Well, so those, so those iMac pros, um, I remember when they demoed that thing about a year and a half ago on the, on the, uh, spring, um, the spring event. And they were showing how amazing this thing was. Might have been the fall event last year. But they were, they were sitting there just showing how much these processes could do. And what they're really designed for is um, people who are in, like, the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are, like, like Pixar, you know, who are, who are doing CGI movies. Um, because the, the, the power that's in that thing is amazing. And they are about, you know, they, they are, like, easily, like, ten to $15,000 computers um, just because of what they're built to do. Um, I'm going to say, and, and I'll let, I'll let you guys chime in as well for what it sounds like you do your, your best bet economically as honestly, I'd say it would be like an, uh, a MacBook air unless you, unless you want the desktop. And then I just say, keep with the, the lowest end, um, iMac you can, I know you're low vision. You have a good amount. So that like that 27 inch, um, iMac. Yeah. I want a big screen. With mm-hmm. the fi- yeah, with the five with the five K resolution, may be phenomenal for you. It may be That's really really good for you, like especially first, if you use Zoom. Especially when I first got this iMac, I used to the Apple Store and I was talking to the guy there, and we were talking the difference between the Mac and Mac Pro. And he says, "No, it says Mac Pro is definitely overkill. That's for like people doing like video editing and stuff." He said, "Right, the bigger iMac," and that's from the mouth of the salesman, you know. Right. Well, they're not. There. I mean, yeah, they, they may be the salesman, but they're also they also don't want you coming back screaming. What did you sell me? I did, you know, I don't need all this. Yeah. <laughs> I got that's what I thought. I, all right. Okay. Well, I wonder too if if he could use. Um, and I don't know much, you know, but I know you can hook up like monitors and stuff to like a Mac Mini. You know, I mean, I don't know if that would be yeah, a workable solution. Um, just just based on what you know what <clears throat> what you're doing. I mean, talk about economical. You, you know, you can't yeah, get much more economical small. than a Mac Mini. Yeah, you, um, yeah. You pick up a large screen. You yeah, but you could pick up a thirty-two inch smart TV, right? And, and just and just hook uh, it up to your Mac Mini exactly. and be done. H- H- HDMI it to your Mac and yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you're good. Yeah. Right. So, Linda Yax. You can unmute. Linda. I am I am asking this question because I have some friends who are Mac users. I have a checkbook program that runs on Windows called Money Talks, and I know they don't make it for Mac. Do you know of a nice checkbook program that is accessible that could run on the Mac that will help people do their accounting? I do. It's called Checkbook Pro, and it's available in the Mac App Store. I use it all the time for my own ledger keeping. And uh, I love it. Does it also um, like let you categorize your spending, like you know, um, TV, dining, you know, that yes. kind of? Okay. Yeah, okay. like I'll I'll keep track of donations that way because I tend to lose track of those. So I always then I can mm-hmm. like filter everything by just that category. Okay, so it's called Checkbook Pro. Yes. Okay, thank you. I know someone who will love you forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have fans, Jason. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's actually really cool because I, I um, that's not something I, I, it's something I should pay more attention to, but I, I just kind of look at my, you know, app and, and gauge my, 
things that way. Maybe maybe I don't want to see how much I'm really spending. Um, but yeah, but no, that, is, that is that is <laughs> that is good to know. Um, that's that stuff is out there. I, I feel like um, I I'm a person who you know I use a lot of the built-in Mac apps, but when it comes to hey. um, you know out outside hey. Mac, you know in the Mac store, I don't I'm not as familiar with some of those apps. So it's great to hear about this. Checkbook Pro. One of the things I like about being able to use something like this is being able to forecast what's going to happen for my month. You know, I go go in and the one I use and I put all of my automatics and all of my monthly things that I know I have to pay. And then I can see by the end of November, for example, I already know about what I'm going to have left in my bank account by the end of November. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I, you know, that's one of the reasons I know my friend will really um, appreciate this. So I will. Thank you. And thank you. I'll, I'll mute myself now. Thank you. Oh, no. And you can even, go ahead, you can even write, you can even uh, write checks with it. I have not done that, Um, but it will, it will tell you the kinds of, you know, paper to get and printers, you know, I'm not sure how it all works, but it will, it will do that. Man, if you're, if that's, if that's available for, I mean, if you're a business, that would be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Real quickly. Do you, do you remember offhand what it costs for that? Cause that sounds like it's not a free app. It's not, there is a, I I thought there was a free version to begin with. um, But I don't remember. I know it's not uh, terribly expensive. Like I feel like maybe I paid $40 for it. Which is, mm-hmm. which is really good. And typically with those apps, once you buy them in the Mac app store, it's, it's, you know, it's done. Like you don't have to right. keep repurchasing it or, you know, it's, it's like right. a one, one and done thing. Yeah. So. And if you, and even if you were to change MacBooks, you just, you just switch over and just put, yeah. the, put your unlock code back in it and, and it unlocks yep. it on the new machine. Mm-hmm. So right on. All right, Ray, I know we have another we got another one. Uh, DJ Kessler, you can unmute and talk. Hi, guys. Um, okay. And I, I first know of Jason from WhatsApp from some California friends we both have anyway. <laughs> uh, but I never heard him speak till on the radio. Anyway, um, I, it's, I have a real simple question about buying like... Uh, headsets or earphones or I'm thinking of the adapters so that I can uh, plug in from my phone or the Mac to a um, to use an old um, regular plug-in jack thing they, you know you have a little adapter mm-hmm. it, can I do I have to buy that from Apple? What's happening with those things? Because I heard Apple was putting chips or something in their devices and that you couldn't use um, anybody else's version of those of those adapters. Anybody so, heard anything of that? So I haven't heard any anything on the new rumors regarding that kind of a thing. Um, but I do know that if you do buy an off-Apple product, depending on how off-Apple it is, uh, you yeah. can get things where when you plug it into the lightning port on the phone, uh, you will get that thing saying, this this is not supported. Um, I haven't run across that on a Mac yet with a yeah. peripheral. Um, if you're wanting something that you can plug into your phone and then switch it over to your Mac, which is yeah. that how I decipher that? I'm sorry? 
Is yeah. so uh, at the at the the very beginning of your question, you were talking about having something that you could plug in for, as far as a, a headset or or a um, uh, earphones, headphones, ear, earphones, headphones, yeah. earbuds, something like that. So there's yeah, like I have a splitter, so I can mm-hmm. hook up that uh, an Apple splitter. But I'm also asking about you know being it. I I have a headset that I wanted to use with a regular with one of those little jacks on it. On to 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 use it on your iPhone or on your on your MacBook or on a Mac. Either, either way, because then I because I can use the headset. Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, use it as long as it's USB connection, or if it's a um, or if it's a a headphone jack, the, the old the, what are those the what are they called as the nine millimeters or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you've got that, I mean, yeah, you just need to get the little the little dongle from Apple. Yeah. That little, that little, what is it like a three-inch, two-inch dongle that switches yeah. it from, from, yeah, lightning to from headphone yeah. to lightning, mm-hmm. yeah. and then and then you just leave that unplugged, and then just obviously switch it over. Now, what I would possibly look at, and I, I'll, I'll, I want uh, definitely I want to get um, Katie and Jason's thoughts on this too. I would look at going something Bluetooth because the way that the the way that the Mac Bluetooth works now, some it, it's so seamless that it's just going to switch right over. You can move from one in, from one device to the other, um, for the most part, pretty seamlessly. Oh, I, I you know what? I, it's funny because I haven't tried some of that stuff. So Bluetooth is great. Fun. I mean, I love Bluetooth. I actually have a i I use my I have AirPods, and I I have a. <laughs> sometimes I'll walk around and then be like, "Where did I put my phone?" You know, <laughs> because I'm just walking around my my apartment with my Bluetooth. So. Um, <laughs> Bluetooth yeah. is is really great, and especially now that um, it's you know it's it's nice um, how it how it's you know working and, and constantly improving. So um, you know that's what Bluetooth I was going to say too. Yeah, like I didn't like older Bluetooth, but now mm-hmm. especially Bluetooth seems to have improved a lot, and especially with the AirPods, I just felt like yes. wow, I I like this so much more, and you know I. I, it, like you said, Tyson, it just seamlessly switches and just makes life nice and easy. Now, for 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 the daydreamers like me, what would be what I'd love is if they were to and and they probably do watch. I'm just out of the loop, and they do have it. Is if they were to have like Bluetooth repeaters, where you know, because you got like a what 25 foot range, and and it's realistically it's probably about 15 in most houses because of you know, construction and wiring and depending on how old your house is. But if they had a repeater setup where like it would just sit there and, and retransmit your signal, you probably have a little bit of lag, man, but that mm-hmm. would be, that'd be pretty phenomenal. So you just could walk wherever right in your house and you've always got that connectivity to the same, to the same point. Yeah. Then you'd really forget where you put your phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pam Coffee. Pam right. Coffee, you can unmute and talk. Hi, Pam. Yes, I am unmuted. Um, you are. You are. And, I, and I was just going to suggest to um, D- DJ that um, I just recently purchased a new MacBook Air, and it has the little round headphone jack like a lot of the <laughs> older devices had. And so you can still plug a um, a headphone into it. No. Um, but I also have the little adapter thing like you were talking about. If I needed to plug a device like that 
into my iPhone, mm-hmm. like an older speaker that I have. I might want to plug into that or um, whatever. And and so yes, I have the little the adapter thing, and I too love Bluetooth. Um, and I use that a lot. And, oh, yes, occasionally I do forget. Now, where did I leave my phone? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the uh, the Macs still seem to carry the headphone jack. It's going to be interesting to see if that carries forward um, as they move forward because, you know, mm. now they're making some iPads without it, I'm noticing. so Yeah, may, that's you what know. I've heard. Uh-huh. But I think a lot of people still use you know, I think with the Macs, you still have some folks who use it for, um, you know, like, um, you know, music and, and really, yeah. you know, microphones and different things. So they want to oh, keep yeah. it on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but it, but it will be interesting because as, as more and more headphone jacks disappear from a lot of devices, not just Apple anymore. <laughs> um, Apple was the first one to kind of go down that road. But you know, it's it seems that more and more are doing it. So it's it, I think it's going to be interesting to see what what the Macs do going forward. And if you're worried about how far the sound carries, there's something else out there that they've been around for oh twenty years or more. It's a wireless headphone. It's not Bluetooth, but it works on the same sort of the same principle as a cordless telephone that is, you know, a land on a landline. And yeah, you, you, have, just, you have a small dongle that, that plugs into yeah, probably the USB port. Uh, no, you no, you plug it into the headphone jack, into that little probably. round jack. And um and then the 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 base, it, it's a charger, you know, it's like a regular charger thing. You you plug one cable into your computer into the actual the little round headphone jack and then you have a thing you plug into the uh, a wall outlet like you know just a regular electrical outlet and then the headphone you just walk around with it you've got it on you're wearing it and it's battery powered and but not bluetooth so I mean, right, it's I in, probably infrared. It's it's infrared antenna type of technology, totally. Yep. Uh, All well, right. It's, yeah, it, they've been around a long time. Uh, okay. I think I got my first one in 01 or something All like right. that. Okay. All right. And Thank you. It. Thank you for offering that Thanks, up, Pam. Appreciate it. Okay. Um, so, DJ, I see your hand, but I want to give anybody who hasn't had a chance to speak an opportunity. So, And, and uh, this is probably going to be the last question we take for the, for the evening. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if anybody else wants to that hasn't had a chance. Let's uh, go ahead and go ahead and let D- DJ go on ahead because I'm imagine you probably have a comment on what was on the. Okay, the go ahead, go ahead, DJ. I... No, I, okay, just real quick. Uh, my map doesn't have one of those one of those jacks. I have twenty million. I have USB Cs and and everything on on the Mac. Mm. I probably got it and. 2015, I believe, and it's like a 15-inch. Just as the Airs first came out, um, I, I, I love it, I, I got to say. But my question was, if you want to take it, is about, can you explain a little bit how Bluetooth has changed? Because, like, I have a, um Orbit Reader 20, um, and they have what they call Just Works. And to pair... 
the pairing is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, and so, do you, can you explain a little bit about that Bluetooth kind of thing and, and where, like, is there strength? I don't know. I'm, I'm just grabbing terms. Strengths of them in terms of power or length they can reach. Okay. All right. Uh, any either one of you two want to take this? I know that um, there's a, a type of Bluetooth that is low power, and mm -hmm. that came out maybe like what a couple of years ago, at least maybe a little more. Yeah. And I think that the Orbit reader uh, uses that to kind of keep track, um, and and the Mac can you you know they both use it because they talk that same low power Bluetooth because I've noticed um, my, you know, my Mac will suddenly say, Oh, I, I see your, your Bluetooth device is on and it'll connect like very quickly. It, it's mm -hmm. not, it's not anything, but when I think of how Bluetooth has changed, I think mostly of um, the audio quality and maybe having to do with a little bit greater distance or at least it seems like it has a better ability to hang on to itself when you get to the edge than it used to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But that, that's kind of all I have to. But the just works option, I think, I think it has to do with just uh, some things that Bluetooth has, has um, advanced in such a way that certain categories of devices just connect. There's no need to enter a pairing code or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's exactly. why it just works. <laughs> right. And you don't, need, you don't need the driver, so to speak. It just, just grabs it and goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think with, with voiceover, you know, with the new Bluetooth, you know, voice, there's, there's not much, if any lag with voiceover. So that's an improvement for sure. Right. That's mm -hmm. what I was so, going to mention was that's, that yeah. when I look at new Bluetooth, that, that's the first uh, benchmark I look at is latency. Mm -hmm. How much lag? Yeah. How much lag does it have? Right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, because we were we just had gotten talking about how to use uh, the the uh, Victor Stream and using Bluetooth and versus the other other devices. And so I learned a little bit, but not enough. Thank you. You're very welcome. Sure. Thank you welcome. for the question. All right, I guys. Work. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to add too. like, I think Bluetooth is up to version five. Yes. And I don't know, mm -hmm. like when it comes to, when it comes to some specialty devices, like the Victor reader, I don't know what version of Bluetooth they support and they're backwards compatible to some degree, but your mileage may vary depending on what kinds of devices you use. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's like 4.1 4. or something is what, what they said. Mm. Oh, okay. 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 All right. All right. So um, what we're going to do is uh, we got just a couple minutes left. Um, we're going to go ahead and, and wrap it up here for the evening. Um, and uh, so uh, anything, anything on a, uh, anything on a final note from, from either of you? Well, I just want to, this is Katie. I just want to thank everyone for, for their questions. And, um, you know, I think we talked about a lot of different different things tonight and it was just kind of nice for us to to get to answer some of your questions and so thanks for bringing them and thanks and, for coming and i'll i'll, I'll uh, kind of take on that one as well and say that that um i think 
one of our subjects here in, in a few shows is going to be about braille braille displays. Yeah, yeah. That cool. you know, someone's that maybe worked. Yay! Works so well. um, <laughs> all right, Jason. Um, I'm thrilled that I could make it, um, and I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, your questions come because they help drive the the uh, direction of the show and it and it's and it's fun we go off on little chant tangents sometimes too but uh, they're usually apple tangents and uh, mm-hmm. and somebody earlier said mac and cheese and i wondered if anyone of you have seen mac heads that it was a movie kind of an apple documentary that was pretty interesting i haven't seen it in a long time but it was it was pretty cool when i was made aware of it and saw it oh I was- no never even heard of it Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it gives a pretty nice rundown of Apple history and and how it exploded with with uh, the um, iPhone and things like that. It was it was really cool. Nice. Mac heads. Mac, Mac heads. heads. Okay, sounds right, like so Mac that? heads unite or something. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm going to ask you each, uh, and and I think I already know yours, Katie. But do you have a podcast recommendation? For, for the listeners um so i well i listened to maybe too many but um the the one that i like the one that i reference a lot it comes out every week it's called mac break weekly and it's put on um by folks um in their um through twit which is a, a network they have a lot of different podcasts um but mac break weekly is the one that i that I listen to pretty much every week. <laughs> so um, that would be my recommendation. All right, Jason. I don't have any podcasts to recommend at this point because I was really into podcasting, you know, like back in the early two thousands. And then I fell out because I had too, way too many and <laughs> haven't gotten back into it. But um, I just got a dedicated device today. I got a, a Victor reader Trek. So I think nice. <laughs> Right. That will allow me to get back into things. Let, let me yeah. know if you need any help with that. Yeah, That's, I love my trek. I love yeah. that thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I find if I try to do it on my phone, there's just too many ways I can be interrupted. Um, that, yeah, it, that's that's one thing yeah. I like about it. It's just it's so independent from the phone. And and I actually had somebody ask me that question, like, so what 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 does the phone what does the trek do or the stream do that uh, that the phone doesn't? I'm like nothing. <laughs> Honestly, keeps me away from my phone. Yeah. Well, sometimes I just like buttons. I mean, I love my touchscreen. It's all well and good, but sometimes I just want to push play and have my thing do what it, you know, play. So that's uh, it's good to have options and choices. So for sure, I have a I have a second gen stream that you know the the little double dots on fire. No, it was a single dot on fire. I wore that thing down. So, so, all right, everybody. Um, Katie, Jason, thank you for joining me tonight. Everyone in the audience, thank you for coming in and staying here and and giving us some stuff to talk about tonight. Awesome. Ray, thank you for the job. Uh, You betcha. Darrow, my friend, thank you for uh, getting us out there for everyone to hear. My pleasure. uh, For us to be uh, streamed or or, uh, hopefully put into rotation and podcasted here um, soon. So, uh, other than that, and for uh, for Magic Mac, uh, I bid everybody a good night, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. All right.